0: Welcome everyone to the Bolt from the Blue podcast. It's the Champions League. It was the Champions League last 16. Danish team, Copenhagen. Tight middle, little nut to crack on their own ground, I think. Man United didn't manage it. So uh, let's see who we've got here. Now let me see, see if I can recognize, who's that guy? Okay, that's Bernard Dineen. How are you doing, Bernard?
1: I'm all right, mate. I mean, this this poor. I think I've been told by everybody that this poor team hadn't played for eight weeks, and uh, you know we're playing a rubbishy team. But I mean, they they had played because they've been playing in the Atlantic Cup, which is a a sort of uh, a cup they play in. These teams that have a winter break, but uh, so they played five games, I think, in the last four or five weeks. So, but every every time I've seen someone coming on on uh, on telly, you know, a pundit. or oh, they not play for it, you know Thierry Henry. They not play for eight weeks. Well, they have really. All right, it's uh, and it was a cup they played in, so it was fairly competitive. So, yeah, I'm not. I'm not having it. So that that's my only groan this week. I think, mate. I don't think there's much more. I'm gonna. We had a bit of a groan last week, didn't we? <laughs> the Everton game. But uh, I think that's the only quibble I've got this week. That the everyone's saying, oh, they haven't played for eight weeks. It's you no know, wonder we beat them. You know, don't, no one ever gives us any credit, do they, mate?
0: Yeah, uh, they don't. Well, I thought they were a cracking little team on their own ground, and um, it took us to be uh, at a very a very high level, I think. And uh, we were indeed. But uh, before we get into it, um, changes from the 2-0 win against uh, Everton and the lineup that's your responsibility, Bernard.
1: Yeah, I've got it here, mate. Yeah, there's four changes uh, to the Everton team, and I got 10 out of 11. I was quite happy with that, and I was quite happy with the only difference because I... I did think that Stones might struggle after playing the full game against Everton. So I didn't put him in my starting eleven, but if I was gonna pick my best eleven, he would have been in it. But I just thought, you know, you know what we talked about him last week, didn't we, uh, Mike, about Stones' ability to play a lot of games. And I just thought on the basis that he was he played KDB, then rested him. I thought John Stones would get a similar similar job done from Pep, you know. But obviously I was wrong and I was happy to be wrong because I obviously had a kanji um in there instead of John Stones, but I was well happy with that. So uh, 10 out of 11, and the team was Edison Walker, Stones Diaz, Aki Rodri, De Bruyne, Bernardo Foden, Grealish and Haaland. an okay bench. Some youngsters uh, obviously parachuted in, because we have a couple of our bigger guys uh, injured, didn't we, from sort of nowhere. They sort of became injured. We didn't, it must have been in training or something. Uh, mm-hmm. Ortega Carson, Doku, Alvarez, Kanji, Nunes, and then of course uh, Bob, who has been playing right, so, so who so soho, and uh Lewis, of course, who can't, can't buy a game at the moment, can he, Mr. Lewis? When, when's, when's he gonna play again, mate? I've, it's a bit of a funny one, that it is indeed. Uh, but
0: yeah, as I always say, you never know what's going on in the background, <clears throat> uh, we know we don't get to learn, but anyway, nice little uh, atmosphere in the parking stadium, and um. It didn't take us too long to get into our stride because we had a cracking little chance, I thought, on the third minute. Uh, This was an Ake uh, cross in for De Bruyne. It didn't quite uh, meet it uh, carefully, but, you know, it was a good, it was, it was, he was in a good position.
1: It's a shame it wasn't Erling Holland. Here's a quick quiz question for you, mate. Mm -hmm. JDB, he scored a few goals, (laughs) 60 odd, I think, um, in his career. How many has he scored with his head? Oh. That's interesting. I think he scored about sixty-five, about sixty odd, anyway. He scored sixty odd goals. How many? How many has he put in with his head?
0: How many has he scored with his head? Well, I tell you what, it can't be many.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm going to go single figures. That's as that's as much as you're going to get from me.
1: Yeah, go on. Something like about
0: six or seven. How many? Six or seven? None zero no. <laughs> absolutely there no. you go
1: so that's why obviously i wasn't surprised when that header went wide i think he scored 40 odd with his best foot and 20 odd with his other foot but uh not not a, not a single well not in premier league anyway I mean, he, might, he might have scored at junior level of course and youth level and things like that but uh, uh absolutely zero zero goals with his head and have you seen that header mike are you surprised
0: well now that i know that statistic i'm not surprised at all but i tell you who is quite good with his head and that's ruben diaz because about three minutes later um goalkeeper cleared that off the line uh, uh, and he looks much more let me say a little bit more convincing with the old bounce, ruben diaz doesn't he
1: yeah yeah that, that was a great save mate i thought that was in didn't you yeah i thought that was i thought that was a goal all day long and and the thing about it was Aki was po- Aki's a very good goal poacher, isn't he? He's not a goal angler, what we used to call him in the old days, goal anglers, because you can be off you can be offside for goal hanging. But he's usually in the right place at the right time, isn't he? Aki, you think about that Tottenham goal, of course, at uh, at their place recently, and mm-hmm. he was just a yard too too high up, wasn't he? If he'd been Sort of a a, yeah, a meter further back, I think you might have got a touch on it. But uh, all credit to the keeper, uh, made some good saves, and that that was a cracking save. I thought that was a goal, man. I, I just thought that had a goal written all over it, and I uh, uh, was devastated when it when it stayed out.
0: Well, for the next few minutes, City really did start to establish their superiority. Our mission was really to take a nice little cushion uh, back to um, to our stadium. And we got started uh, quicker than I thought because I thought they were uh, compact, hard tackling, full of energy, um, not easy to break down. But break them down, we did the 11th minute, some people say the 10th minute, and it's old Kevin De Bruyne. And this time, he didn't need his head, did he?
1: No, no, brilliant. I mean, I think I, think I called it in my little description, Foden putting putting a, a cute ball, I called it. It was just a lovely, cute ball into De Bruyne. Yeah, plenty to do, and I, I don't think do I can't don't know whether he went underneath the defender or by the side of him, but uh the keeper looked I think he'd be a bit upset about letting that in. But I think he was a bit unsighted and th- you know what Kevin's like once he gets in his mind he didn't blast it, he just he just put it in, in the right spot. So the keeper didn't have a lot of time to react once it got past the defender. So yeah, absolutely super. I say, yeah, obviously, after that header early on, he, he needed that. Otherwise, I'm sure Pet would have dragged him off immediately if he hadn't, uh, he hadn't put that in. But a great goal. He just played it right across. And is it grabber of the keeper? Um, he had no chance with that one.
0: Yeah. And things pretty much got back to normal straight after a kick-off again. But the next thing was, um, oh, poor little Jack Grealish. I've never seen such sad chops in my life. Um the,
1: um, I think
0: that was a bit of a knock, wasn't it, rather than um, anything else?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it Sod's law, mate, isn't it? He looked up for it, didn't he? He looked, he looked as though he was going to be brilliant. He looked as though he was doing everything we needed. All right, it's only, what, 15 minutes or something like that. But, you know, we know this skill. We do We sort of underappreciate players when they go missing for a while, don't we? Underappreciate what players like Grealish do. He's had chances since Doku came. Of course he has. He's not quite... Uh, Grabbed them, but I think that's part and parcel of uh, where he's been playing. He had no Guardiola in his way this week, uh, which makes a big difference. He's he's been a bit of a nuisance when Grealish has been playing the odd games, and I thought he started superbly. He held the ball well. He was he was moving it on as Pep wants him to do, and he was playing ob- exactly to what Pep wanted. And it, it looked for me within the team. Uh, Grealish was having a cracking game, but as you say, it was only 15 minutes. I think he went down in about the 17th minute, wasn't it? Um, And of course, he he looked over at the bench, I think, and with a with a frown on his face. So, you know, Grealish is used to going down, isn't he? He spends more time on the grass than on the uh, lying on it than playing on it sometimes. But uh, he just knew something was wrong, and of course, by the 21st minute. Um, we sort of lost that control when Doku came on because he was a bit more erratic. I think he was trying hard, but I don't think he quite had that ability to hold the ball that Grealish does, especially at European level, which we, we appreciated last season. Uh, mm-hmm. but we sort of underappreciated what he can do for us, I think. Uh, so you forget, don't you? But uh, hopefully it won't be too bad. Hopefully he's not out for too long, but I've not had any sort of updates on that. I don't... Have you heard anything? No,
0: I haven't heard it squeaky mouse on that one. But certainly for the, the first maybe five or six minutes, uh Doku was quite prominent. He played a, a a role in this next little incident that I think is quite funny for a couple well, of reasons. First out. of all, I think I think Grabara is a fantastic name for a goalkeeper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um he was sort of like tested out because um uh I think it was Doku to Bernardo Silva and he aims the ball at Halland and uh then their defender uh, jumped in and tried to do us a solid, and they uh, smacked the crossbar with one. That was yeah, quite funny.
1: Yeah. You had to watch it again, didn't you? You didn't know where it hit. To be honest with you, <laughs> I mean, I think I think the defender did the right thing because I think if he hadn't got his nuts on it, I think Arlen was waiting, wasn't he, to to pounce. And uh, grabber, grabara, that'd be a good yeah. name for a darts player as well, <laughs> not it? As well as a footballer, you know, grab your grab your arrow, mate. So, uh, yeah, and it was just—it was only on the replay I realised it had hit the bar. I didn't know where it had hit. I thought the keeper might have saved it or something. But uh, yeah, I mean, that was could have gone anywhere. But all credit to the defender. I mean, it wasn't. You think back to that Champions League fire? Was it Diaz who headed that ball just past the post when it sort of came at him very quickly? Yeah, uh, yep. it was a bit closer than that, but it was a similar sort of uh, escape. Escape for the team. Of course, they hit the bar and, and bounced uh, bounced away from any city players. So they so they got away with that one.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh, the next uh, little thing that I sort of wanted to comment on is I love it when he does this. You know, when Haaland uh, goes about six feet up in the air and tries <laughs> to come, basically tried to kung fu the ball into the net. But a, queer, uh, a, a quite a proportion of these are not going in, but they look fantastic, don't they?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like, as you said, I think we've said it before, as a, as a goalkeeper, sometimes you dive when you know you're not going to get it. it just, it's instinct. You know you're not going to get the ball, but you still dive. You don't you don't sit. You don't just stand there watching it go well, unless you're, um, what's he called, Barthez, something like uh-huh. that. You don't just stand there watching it zoom. Or De Gea sometimes, of course, had those moments, didn't he, especially against City where he just stood there and did nothing. But uh, it's similar to that, Arlen knows he's not going to get, the goal-bound shot on that, but all he wants to do is put a foot on it. That's all he what. That's all he's after doing, and that's what he did. And it must have been eight feet in the air, Mike. I'm sorry that that, <laughs> that you know I was sort of comparing. There was an early scissor kick from one of their guys, wasn't there? I was comparing yeah. to Dennis Stewart's. Well, that that he would have took Dennis Dennis Stewart's head off. He was stood on on Mike Doyle's shoulders with, with that one. It was it was just about eight foot high in the air. He just had to get something on it. You know it's not going to go in the goal, but it could go somewhere else. It could go to a City player. So all credit to him. I, I just frightened myself that he's going to injure himself, get himself mm-hmm. an injury doing something like that. Uh, but uh, he's a big lad. So our big lummox. Uh, yeah, it was, it was glorious to watch uh, without where, where the ball ended up. I think it went rose-ed, didn't it? I think eventually it <laughs> did don't think you weren't anywhere useful, anyway.
0: Well, I tell you what, um, although we were quick to re-establish our superiority, if you get uh, one of those dictionaries with football idioms in there, like this is the definition of against the run of play, because, uh, what was it, 34 minutes, I'm just uh, checking that, 34 minutes, and uh, it's your man, Ederson, again, um, gifting them a goal. What, uh, I, and it was a cracking little shot, too, by, um, I think, Matson. So, what were your views on this one, then?
1: Yeah, I think that's his second error leading to a goal in the last three Champions League seasons. So... It's going to happen. It's going to happen, mate. Obviously, he, I don't think he knew who he was aiming for. He was either aiming for Diaz or Aki. I think he, he sort of it, it between them, didn't he? And obviously, the guy was there to pick it up. And you're going to get that. It, it's very, I mean, he didn't put a foot wrong the rest of the game. It was just just that one. So it didn't worry him. I mean, I, I would have been there fretting all game after doing something like that. But he, he's just a cool character. And we were all lucky, you know, mate, because it, it took a deflection. It got blocked. And then it just fell nicely for that guy. And let's face it, he, he, it was a sweet goal. He hit it, he hit it sweetly. Uh, fantastic goal and, and probably deserved it. But it was a little bit unlucky, Edison, in the fact that he didn't get away with it. Sometimes he gets away with stuff like that. He, he didn't get away with this one. And I don't think any... I didn't see much criticism because it, it happens. It's going to happen the way we play our football. But I don't think it was the greatest ball back. I, I remember when the pass went back to him uh, before the goal was scored. I thought, let's put him in a bit of a... Bit of an awkward position that you know because it was hit back at pace and he wasn't quite right for it, so and obviously, but he did have time to do something with it better than what he did. But yeah, mm-hmm. as I say, a little bit of luck for them, but a cracking finish, of course. Uh, and you know, from being totally dominant and them not doing anything, we, we gifted them a goal, which of course, uh, Pep and we all wouldn't have been happy about.
0: Yeah, uh, I, th- I think I totally agree with you. It was a, a little bit of a hospital pass back to Edison there, and uh, that certainly put the put the wind in their sails for a bit, and it certainly got the uh, their hitherto quite quiet crowd all riled up. But it, di- it didn't last as long as they were hoping for. It's... Yeah, one of
1: those, he had a very good, another good chance, didn't he? Mike? with folding got caught out. He wasn't covering. I think Walker would give him a right rollicking because um, mm-hmm. the, same, the same player was at the back post, but he sort of blasted over. He lost, mm-hmm. he lost his calm. So uh, we sort of could could have easily been two one down. And that's it. Would have been a good goal again if he took it. But uh, yeah, I think Walker turned to folding and asked him asked him what the effing heck he was doing what the flipping heck i think he said or worse to that effect so i don't know what the uh, uh lip readers thought of that one at the time but uh yes mr Folden got a bit bit of a talking to from his captain uh after mm-hmm.
0: yes i think the newspapers call that um a full and frank exchange of views <laughs> <laughs> although it was a bit less of an exchange it was more one-sided um but yeah, I mean I, that that uh, guy Matson that that scored and, and nearly scored again. I was just thinking to myself at the time: I wonder, is that the kind of player that you kind of like forget about after the game is over, and then the next minute you realise that Guardiola signed him in the summer on the str- <laughs> on the strength of you know his performance against us. But anyway,
1: but we he was finished involved off again, wasn't he? He was involved in our second goal, wasn't he? Uh, Matt, he was the defender uh, with De Bruyne, so he's up and down the pitch, so that's what Pep Pep will like that, of course, Uh, that'll be popular with Pep, but uh, again, we got a little bit lucky, like they got a little bit lucky with the deflection, perhaps, for their goal, we got a bit lucky with this, I think he went down as KDB's assist, but I don't think he really knew much, I don't think, think uh, that's generous. Eh?
0: That's generous, I think.
1: Yeah, a very generous assist. I mean, I, I, I write on my little book whether it's an assist or not, and I was sort of poised whether to put an A or... Was it? Was it really? And I had to yeah. sort of, oh, well, other people would give it, so I'll give it. But, of course, <laughs> uh, all credit goes to the little guy, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, it, we know... but I think Bernard would try to chip earlier on in the, in the game uh, about... 20 minutes before that just the goalkeeper grabbed dead easily, but he tried to chip the keeper. But he's good at these, isn't he? These little dinks, these little chips. Bernardo's the guy, you know, if, you, if you've got the ball like the Everton goal, at Goodison, if you, that ball hits you on the outside and the goal is not where he should be, you can rely on Bernardo to try and dink it over and chip it in. And it was just brilliant from Bernardo. It was all Bernardo, that goal. As I say, KDB had to be there to challenge, but obviously we've got a bit of luck with the where the ball mm-hmm. fell. And he was onside and uh, a great little dink. And, uh, yeah, well, I'm very surprised. I was I was sort of ready for 1-1 at half time, And it was 2-1. That was my score prediction. So I thought, well, we'll be all right now. 2-1, that's it. Game over.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so out so we, we come into the second half, now I, I, I would have been happy enough with 2-1. But I, I, as I said before, we, we really wanted a cushion because this team obviously... Uh, they're not they're not half bad. Um, I expect them to I expect City to win a little bit more comfortably um at the Etihad. But um for me, I don't know about you, but it was tortuous for me. Um lovely sophisticated uh, passages of play sometimes, but kind of like possession with no real product for quite a long period of time, Bernard.
1: Yeah, well that's what we tend to do. We're not this is why our goal difference this season isn't perhaps up to scratch. We seem to be playing a a more careful game, where we're sort of trying to overtake you know, a lead. We're not we're not going for it particularly. You know, we're not we're not not flying out. I mean, two one away from home in the in the European in the European game is superb. But we know what our defense is like. We know we're prone to do some we <laughs> do something wrong ourselves. Never mind the other team. And say like, as you said, Copenhagen and are, are no mugs. You know they've, they've had some good results, and they hadn't played for eight weeks. I was told, but they had. Uh, but uh, yeah, so. It was worrying. I was a bit nervous. I, I, I never used to get nervous with Champions League games. I just accepted we would never win it, and now we've won it. I'm getting all nervous again watching them. I used to quite enjoy. <laughs> I used to quite enjoy watching Champions League games because I, I just in my head thought that's it. whatever until the final, of course, I was a bit nervous at the final, but. Uh, Last season, but uh, yeah, I was I was I was on edge. I was on edge, like you probably were. And at two one, um, yeah, it looked comfortable, but it's never comfortable with City because we just know we we could have a, a someone could have another brain fart, and, and we're too old, you know. So yeah, I agree with you there. We we had the chances. I think they had one half chance where. Uh, I just thought it was going to go to their player, and Aki did a dive in on That's the what I was going to say it. next because yeah. I was kind of hypnotized by the. I thought the ball was going to go to their guy, he, he was actually swiveling to shoot, wasn't he? Their guy, he was ready poised yeah. to smack it. And then all of a sudden, this 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 uh, does he have does he have braids? I don't know what he's got at the moment. This braid-haired guy sort of just lunges and dives. Uh, I mean, again for Miyaki, one of our better defenders, and people saying now, is he our best defender? So he's been one of our best defenders for eighteen months, a couple of seasons. You know, it's, it's no no, it's not a surprise. Uh, but I think that was the only real chance they had that I can remember. We had we did have one or two little chances, didn't we, to to, to take a 3-1 lead. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we started sho- not showboating, but uh, one or two really nice moves. I remember one where um, it ended with Haaland trying, trying to loop in header, but uh, it didn't, didn't quite work. But you, you got Foden, Doku, uh, Bernardo all playing these little balls and KDB chipping in as well. And we were dominant, but as you say, at 2-1, um, you know, you sort of get to the 85th minute, you think, yeah, we're going to hang on here. But uh, we had a little surprise, didn't we?
0: We did indeed. Well, as I said, you know, I, I, I was kind of slightly hypnotized and mummified for quite a long time. Yeah. The the, the Ake header was a, a, a little bit special. It snapped me out of it. And then about uh, um, 10 minutes later, I think on the 70th, that shot from Doku, who had been pretty quiet, yeah. you know, was, you know, uh, was quite... Uh, was, Quite exciting, um, but uh, a good save by the goalkeeper. And as uh, uh, I'll never forget,
1: it It was it was very it was a one of those that you take a picture of and put it on your wall because it looks good.
0: Yes, that's what I'm saying. I mean, David David Seaman, I remember commentating on a game, and the the commentators thought this was a great shot. And uh, I remember David Seaman saying, "Yeah, that's one for the photographers."
1: (laughs) So. Maybe I've got, maybe I've got a great one. I, it's probably up in the loft of me. Sure. Uh, at a cup final game we played in it. It's absolutely superb. I'd let the, actually it was a goal for them, but it looked I looked good. You know I looked good in it. The ball, you know, I was always going to get me onto the ball, but I didn't. But <laughs> no one has really? to know that. I've told you. There's only me and you know that now. So yeah, okay. well after this
0: pod, I think a few more people know about it, but. Um, <laughs> You better, you better like dig that out someday and take a snapshot <laughs> of it. I want to see that. <laughs> but anyway, on we go. Um, at this point, talking about 70, 75, sort of 80 minutes, at this point, are you thinking, has this game uh, got anything a bit like the previous game? Is there a standout player for us at all, um, apart from maybe uh, De Bruyne at times? Um It would be hard to pick a man of the match, I would have thought.
1: Yeah, I think it was three, wasn't it? If you you think about it, I think um, UEFA gave it KDB. Mm -hmm. I gave it KDB as well on mine. Um, Foden got it from City, I think. And there was someone else got... There was a totally other player who got it from someone else. So there's like three different options. So that just showed how generally he couldn't say, yeah, he was brilliant. But uh, Mm -hmm. I I thought KDB was superb. I I thought... uh, uh, Folding, yeah, but uh, I just thought KDV was was a sort of uh, a little bit above them all. In fairness, on the other night, just slightly, just slightly. The only thing that didn't come off
0: for him, which I thought, you know, I wonder, is he getting a bit too fond of these? I think we were all kind of like the the game was heading for all the world to finish off at two uh, one, um, and. Uh, De Bruyne gets a, a free kick and he tries one of those daisy cutters di- again, didn't he? Do you remember oh, yeah. that one?
1: Yeah, well, they didn't, they didn't put the draft excluder there, did they? <laughs> exactly, so, yeah. As soon as I saw that, I thought, he's going to go low with this. But obviously, uh-huh. the keeper the keeper was uh, aware of it and it's sort of quite an easy save in the end. But all oh, credit to it, it worked. He, he got it under the wall and the wall jumped. But, uh, yeah, because I thought that where's the draft excluded? He's got he's going to go low with this. He's going to have a goal, but uh, mm-hmm. as you say, not a lot of pace on it, and the keeper had time to react. So yeah, it was uh, yeah, yeah uh, clever.
0: I mean, there were there were only three minutes uh, added on time, and for once, I I kind of agreed with that. There wasn't much uh, to add on, um, but then I didn't I noticed really want
1: that, much did because we? we thought that was it.
0: <laughs> I know, but I I just noticed that whenever they signalled the three minutes extra time, City from somewhere got a wee bit of spring in their step and started to create things. And this was before the goal, actually.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, but I, I suppose we should we should talk about that, that one. So Foden... It was, uh,
1: pinball. was it a bit of pinball? Was it Har- yeah. Harland takes a whack and then Grabber saves it. And the rebound, Nunes has a go, See, not I think Nunes has a go. I thought I had a nice little cameo when he came on. And then, of course, Ireland sent another uh, header goal was that was parried. So, you know, this was all in this about 20 seconds, 30 seconds before we actually got the goal. So we had a little little rush of blood there to try and get a third. And you thought it had gone. And then, obviously, uh, I think it was Nunes, wasn't it, who started it all with a nice little move, nice little jink. Uh how did I describe this one? Let me just see how I got said with this one. I mean, um
0: well they they say that Foden and De Bruyne can't really play together, but um they were yeah. both they were both involved in this one.
1: Yeah, they can't pep, pep knows how to play De Bruyne and Foden together, it's as simple as that. Again, there was a little bit of fortune, I think. Uh again, was it an assist or because it, it the defender's told, didn't it? I, when KD it was a one-two, it was an unusual one-two because obviously Foden fed KDB. And KDB didn't seem, you know, whether he was looking for Foden or not, I don't know, but it took a touch off the defender's toe, didn't it? Yeah. And come back perfectly. Foden had just roamed back into the middle and the defenders, uh, no one no one went with him. He was on his own totally. And, of course, uh, that little bit of a pullback from KDB, I thought he'd pulled it back perfectly, but it did take a little bit of a nudge from the defender's boot. So, whether it, had, I think it might have still fallen for Foden anyway, but... Uh, it was ideal. You know, he's not going to miss that, is he? I mean, he, even me and you might have put that one in from, from there, to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might yeah, be I'm... pushing it there, though. I might <laughs> be pushing it a bit. Me and you could. I don't think Ray would have done it. He would have hit Rose but me and you ah. would be all right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: don't tell him that. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, I was interested in uh, – I, I started sort of researching a little bit of um, Evan De Bruyne's um, list, of, his number of assists. Here's a little pop quiz question. Obviously, he went, he went past uh, Wayne Rooney in, in the list of Premier League assists. But there's one guy at the top of that, I was surprised to see it, um, that he's not going to pass in his career. Do you know who's top of the list?
1: Yeah, we don't need to talk about him. He's a, he's a, he's a horrible man anyway, isn't he? So uh, I know,
0: but I'll tell you what, we, we can at least um, talk about the number of assists that that particular person has. isn't it? 162? Yeah, two, I think it's 763. Um so I don't yeah. think uh, I don't think that uh, KDB is um, is going to get near that.
1: No, but... he needs fifty odd in what two two and a half seasons, two and a yeah. bit seasons.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, hey, Bernard, done and dusted. We got the cushion. You feeling uh, good uh, taking this slot back to the um, to the Etihad?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was. Let's face it, it was possibly one of the easier draws we could get. We did what we had to do. Uh, again, of course, because because we got to the quarterfinals, everyone says the you know the European Cup's boring now because City, uh, you know this is this is the the gutter press. These, these, these This is what you hear. We won it once, and all of a sudden it's boring because we've got a chance of winning it again. I mean they're pathetic. I mean I watched that. You've probably seen that thing of the guy who went on to talk sport and. Give it out a little bit to uh, Simon Jordan and and the guys there. I don't listen to talk sport, but obviously I've, I played the excerpt just to have a listen. He got a bit of a chance to have a go at him, but of course he they always get cut off before they can put people straight, and it, it is pathetic. It really is pathetic. And you know we talk about the European football now, and it's getting boring because City have won it once. You know, good for God's sake. You know, it, you know, and they, they say there's no there's no. You know the city fans are sort of thinking that we're all everyone's against him. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, it's in black and white. It's, it's on it's on radios. It's on sports channels. The, the the rubbish we get thrown at us all the time is unbelievable. There's no no respect for what we do. Even I mean, even Danny Murphy was sort of defending us a little bit without going over the top but it's all 115 this 115 that and you know we were apparently Simon Jordan was saying we were found guilty by UEFA and, and you know you know and all this sort of garbage and he must but, yeah, know something that we don't know Turn <laughs> around on appeal but they make their own they make their own things up I mean, you don't you know you, you see doctored crowds you see crowd scenes where they go and dot to the seats out to look like empty seats. I mean, this it's pathetic, absolutely pathetic. There's always something to say about City, um, um, and we're just the, probably the most hated club in in England now. Definitely, I would have thought.
0: Well, I think we're on a nice little run now. So 11, ma- 11 matches in all competitions, um, we've won nine in a row in the Champions League. So yeah, when-
1: that's a record, isn't it? That's a record.
0: Who's who's gonna bring this, this who's gonna bring this run to an end? It's gonna be like someone down the bottom of the table, isn't it? That we play <laughs> into form.
1: Well, um we're all right, aren't we? we're we not can we get better, Mike? I think we can get better than we've been. Yep. I think that I think that team that played against Copenhagen is probably you know, if you all right, might be able to swap Doku for Grealish occasionally, but you're getting to your, probably your best 11 there, aren't you, with, with that team? I know Pep will put Gavardi all back in straight away <laughs> as soon as he can, uh, which he will. Uh, it's as simple as that. But you know that that is our tried and trusted. That that these guys there, of course, are a Kanji. We, can, we can't you can't ignore a Kanji because of his great season last season. But you know, you, you, again, I'm forgetting just what a Kanji brings to the table, and perhaps he hasn't been bringing as much to the table this season as last season. But you know, which is unusual because usually they struggle, do not they, first season? But I think that's. You know, we've got a couple of injuries now, haven't we? We might have a couple more. I mean, hopefully, Bernardo will be okay. Uh, he had a he had a hole in his sock. I'm hoping he doesn't have a hole in his leg. So, I think Bernardo needs to play. I think Foden got a good kick in. They're very physical. Copenhagen, mm. very, very. I call them dirty, <laughs> dirty Danes, didn't they, on on the thing and. I thought they were a little bit. Perhaps that's because you haven't played for eight weeks. Perhaps we we're rusty. Perhaps that's why. Uh, did I mention the eight weeks he hadn't played for, mate? <laughs> else has. Um, so, yeah, uh, we need we've got a game coming up. We'll talk about that now, of course. Uh, Chelsea on Saturday. We need KDB and Foden fit. I need, we need Bernardo fit if we can. Uh, Kovacic has obviously picked up an in injury. He's supposed to be back in training uh thursday friday i'm not too worried if he doesn't play Although that was against chelsea i think he probably might have a good game against chelsea obviously because of uh, the past but um we just need those players fit uh, uh, as i say uh nunez you know isn't going to be a regular this season he's going to be he's going to be peri- the periphery of it people like lewis that we talked about earlier on rico lewis i think he's going to be pretty much on the periphery now as it gets to the meat and the meat and veg of the season the end of the season so yeah I think Pep needs to keep that 11 that played against Copenhagen plus two or three others uh pretty fit now to the end of the season we've got a chance uh we've got a chance of extending that that good run and we've got a chance of picking up uh hopefully a couple of trophies who knows perhaps perhaps one more than that
0: mm-hmm. well let's talk a little bit about Chelsea because um I'm not gonna. I think it would be a ridiculous sort of thing to call them our bogey team, <laughs> because we we can we we can kind of like we we can beat them easily, and yeah. then somehow they'll like the last time at what they they got four goals against
1: us. So you know well we have a we have a shocking premier league record at home against them uh, they've mm-hmm. us more than we beat them at, at our place you know since 1992 uh, 93 season when the premier league when people thought football started uh 92 93 and we do have a, overall we've got quite a good record at home against them of course main, in the main road days etc but yeah in the premier league there seems to be a bit of a a stumbling block for us, and there's, there's no logic for it. And let's face it, this Chelsea side—I mean, how we drew at four all at Stamford Bridge. Uh, all right, we weren't quite at it at that state. We're a far better team now. I think they probably are a far better team than that game as well. Uh, but we've got a couple of problems coming back, haven't we? We've got Mister Palmer who wants to prove something, uh, yep. and of course Raheem. Raheem, if, I think he's been starting for Chelsea. I think he'll want to—he'll he'll want to prove something as well. So we've got to keep them too quiet. <laughs> um, because uh, it won't be easy, because on the day, they can be a very, very good team. Uh, they're 10th at the moment, which isn't great. They were absolute rubbish the other day, the, other, the first half, the other day against, was it Villa? Was it Villa mm-hmm. who played? Mm-hmm. Absolute garbage in the... Oh, Pal- it was Palace, was it? Was it Palace?
0: Yes, that's right.
1: Yeah, and they they, they had a late
0: uh uh no injury time no so. shots
1: in the first half whatsoever. Didn't have, even have a shot against Crystal Palace. <laughs> no, and uh, of course they, they turned it around in the second half. Well, ended up winning three one. So you know, but and they played a lot lot better in that second half. So we know they can do it, um, but. We've got to, we've got to be thinking we're going to beat these by a couple of goals at least on on Saturday. We're very disappointed, as I say. Um, Cole Palmer's got a point to prove, but uh, he can score a couple as long as we score five or something. That's that's fine by me. I, I don't mind that if he wants to uh, rub Pep's nose in it or whichever.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, this is uh, how the rest of uh, February looks. So, uh, as uh, Bernard mentioned, there uh, at home to Chelsea, at home to Brentford. Um, we are away to bournemouth and Tuesday
1: night at 10 o'clock we will we'll be top of the league
0: <laughs> indeed and then finally at the uh, at the end of the month there we've got the fifth round of the fa cup at luton yeah you know yeah, that, that's that's going to that's going to bring our run to an end with <laughs> <Yeah>. this
1: <laughs> well we got the, we, we, i think we had a reasonable victory didn't we in the league against them there so but uh, yeah i'm i'm a bit I'm not worried about Lew. It's a couple. It's a two or three games after that. Uh, that I'm, I'm not, don't worry about. I don't worry about playing United. But they've, they've hit a bit of form, haven't they? They're back now. United are. They? They're, they're aiming for the top four. They can do the top four because they only got get better than someone like Tottenham. We know they'll, they'll fall apart anyway. And, of course, that Arsenal win, I think uh, I think we talked talking about Arsenal last week about not being a, uh, as much of a problem as Liverpool. But that 6-0 against West Ham made you sort of sit up sit up and uh, look at that one because it put them on the same goal difference as us, of course. So we've both, as I said, we, we've had a problem scoring lots of goals this season. And it does... I'm not saying I'm not thinking we'll score lows against Chelsea, but you know Liverpool have got the advantage slightly, and Arsenal have now gone level with us. So, you know it could be very important at the uh, the end of play after play 38, the goal difference. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've I've sort of put uh, I think the bookies have put Arsenal back into the retina a little bit. They're the the biggest movers over the last couple of weeks, in as far as the bookies are concerned, And I, I don't particularly disagree. I've not counted them out yet because uh, you know never know they might might just come good.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, um, not uh, not that really that many unpredictable uh, results in in the in the other Champions League. League games, but um, Lazio beat Bayern Munich one 0 So, um, well, you that said, was the only one.
1: Lazio aren't a bad team. Eh? I, I think mm. Bayern will do the business at their place. In fair, I know Tuchel's getting a bit of uh, stick, isn't he? Uh, now and of course everyone's having a good laugh at poor old Harry Kane you know. but uh, you know it, 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 you know, how, how they can pick on him particularly saying he's unlucky I mean he, he's been scoring goals for fun hasn't he he's the only guy who's you know one of the only guys who's been doing it for him but he gets all the aggravation that he's the unlucky guy that's causing all the problems I think it's deeper than that I think Bayern Munich have, have been struggling anyway generally and I don't think Tuchel was, was the right I don't think he was the right manager to bring in at that stage and I think most Bayern Munich fans probably didn't, and but one nil, it's not it's not bad. If you go away and lose one nil, you you think you got it, you think you can pull it back at home, don't you? You always think you can. So that that's far from over. Here. I'm not I'm not too worried that uh, I, I think Bayern Munich will be in the round, you know, into the quarterfinals. But uh, uh, mm-hmm. the, the, uh, Harry Kane will have to score two or three goals again. That's all.
0: And um, the Real Madrid got um an away one 0 win against uh, Leipzig. Did, did you did you catch? You scored that goal. Yeah,
1: uh, go on. Used to used to play for us. Go on, who is it?
0: <laughs> I, I'm testing us both out. He went to Real Madrid under a bit of a cloud. Um, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to check this now. Um, was he a def- Was he defender come uh, striker? Um, Diaz, Brahim Diaz,
1: right, right, all oh, right, okay. Apparently, well, yeah, quite, a, quite a good I don't like People like that because they don't want to be at our club. So if someone don't want to be at our club, good luck to him. If they want to go somewhere else, that's. And he didn't, did he? He, he didn't, he didn't want to stay and fight for his place like Cole Palmer. All credit to him. He's, he's, he's took his chance at Chelsea, and he's, he's possibly arguably there. Uh, most uh, prominent player, but uh, yeah, I don't mind Brian Day. Good luck to him, you know. Um, I know he's, he's not always worked out for him, has he? I know he's had some sticky times there, so All right. it is what it is. How about, about our other regions, <laughs> people like Cancelo and stuff like that? What are they doing? Are they doing anything?
0: <laughs> well, he, he's Cancelo's now like 29, I think they are. Well, I just read that his agent is um, is knocking on the door pretty much every day, trying to get a, a contract <laughs> uh, a contract extension sorted out, or or springing the money anyway to yeah. do that. But um, yeah, these are all ghosts from the past. We're not going to get into that. But yeah. um, that was that been uh, that was quite an enjoyable result, quite an enjoyable little game, frustrating at times. But I think that'll do us, Bernard. You've got lots of work to get done tonight, so I better let you go. Um, so, I think what we'll do here, guys, is thank you very much for listening. Stay with Bull from the Blue. We'll be with you after every game. And we'll finish off in the normal way by saying, have one on us and up the Blues.
1: Up the Super Blues.